When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app, use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome to Comeback Tuesday. You're on the CHGO Cubs podcast. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Delmendo, Ryan Herrera. Well, the tone of this podcast greatly turned about an hour and a half ago. (laughs) Five innings through this game against the Reds, and we were looking at one and four, and... Cody was ready to be hurt again, and the yeah. beer bat was put away. Yep. And then, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the offense came alive. Since the sixth inning, they had 13 hits and 11 runs. <laughs> That's all after the fifth inning. 16 hits in a 12-5 win over the Cincinnati Reds. Cody, it is time, breaking Luke. out the beer bat. Is this the first one of the year? Did you? Goose Island, the beer yeah, bat, second one, yeah. opening day. Second. day. Right. Okay, so yeah, hey, opening, on, 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 opening. On. We got a full hold house on. here. The Bulls guys we, are here. The Hawks guys are here. Cody refuses to chug it, but if you want him to chug it, say so in the chat. Well, a fifty dollar. <laughs> oh okay. boy, the Bulls guys. It on gets on opening on opening day, I straight up said that I'm really bad at chugging, guys. Well, However, mm-hmm. a fifty dollar super chat, he would chug it. I mean, I will I will give it my best shot, and you can oh, all judge me. Oh, and yeah, I, you know I like that a fifty dollar super chat. All right. And he chugs right. it. And the key for this also is or fifty dollars come out. I would start I have, drinking it now if I, I have to you. be <laughs> I have to pour better. All right. Last, yes, get well that's you, you right. can pour it right now and let it settle for a little bit. I don't think anyone's gonna give you well, any. Well last time that. he the whole barrel of the bat was foam last time. Yeah. So he had an hey, issue. We need a be, we need a better pour. Yeah, oh that's a good pour so far. Look at that. That's better. That's much better. All right. If you want him to chat, start getting that uh like one of the chugs, start getting those super chats. Shout out to Goose Island. All right. Goose Island. How about the honk? Honk, honk. Steven's oh, panicking. Oh, uh, Steven's panicking right now. He, I was looking at comments. There's a honk. There's a honk. <laughs> Woo. Here Let's we go. Let's go, man. 16 hits. There you go. Here you go. Going down the hatch. Let's see it, Cody. Oh, oh, oh take your time. Take your time. We don't want vomit. We don't want vomit oh, on oh, the show. Oh, oh. Uh, he got. No, that's not bad. That's he, not bad. Didn't quite they get down to the hand. There's good. a super we chat. 199. Chug donation. Chug donation. Dylan. Dylan. Chug donation. <laughs> Fernando. 199. Chug, chug, chug. There you go. That's like that's like four dollars. That's four out of the fifty. You don't have to chug it yet. Take take your time. Corey Friedman says, "Chug the damn beer, Cody." Oh, I'm. I'm this saying, is listen. Savor it. Listen. As much as I say, you know that I went to the Harvard of the Midwest, Eastern Illinois University, and the only thing that that was fun to do there was to drink. I still can't chug. So I've been trying my entire life to chug. You can all roast me in the chat because I can't chug. It's, I am no Herb Lawrence. Shout out to Herb Lawrence. Big, a, big of you I to can't. admit that. Don't let I, it beat I will you, admit. Cody, Dylan says in the chat. It's, Don't it's, let it beat you. I'm just trying. I'm trying to have the vibes here, guys. I'm trying to bring the vibes. This is what we're doing. They start selling beer bats. We'll, we'll drink beer bats after every and, W this year. Oh, and another we, one from Stephen Kaysen. Yeah, they're Kaysen? starting to add up what, what Stephen said. 499 says, says love, oh. 
Love screaming while at work today. Great W today. Go Cubs, go boys. Oh, that's five. Yeah. Oh, oh, hold up. We got, we got Ryan Shotgun. He's Doha. asking for a Ryan Shotgun. Wow. Let's go. We got to get to 50 first. <laughs> no. We had to get 50 for him to chug. You need to get 50 for me to shotgun on set. We're not risking his baseball writer's card tonight. <laughs> uh, for, for, a ch- for a chugged beer halfway through this thing. And, and Cody should slow down because he's got a Roman ad that he better save up for that's oh, coming yeah. here in we a want, little bit. We want him to say libido, right? On first save, try. save your energy for the Roman ad, Cody. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be the first time where beer ruined any kind of Roman ad, for sure. That's If you put those two together. Uh, anyway. Anyways, great game. Great game, guys. Um, you know, we were, first of all, to score 12 runs without a home run is shocking. In that ballpark, no less. There was a couple close. Hosmer missed one. Swanson almost had one in the first inning. Um, I think Horner, or no, Wisdom. Wisdom hit one. Remember I said something, 394 feet or whatever. Every guy that, that was the a pregame <laughs> chat was complaining about yesterday played well again today. Master Boney hit the ball hard. Yeah. Wisdom was good. Hosmer, three hits. Yeah. Bellinger, three hits. Four guys had three hits tonight. Uh, obviously. Hosmer finished with three. No, two. two. Two for five, but three two. RBI. Yeah. yeah. Three hits yesterday, three RBI today. The, the, the offense. Play anymore. Um, <laughs> the offense was better tonight, obviously, in the, in the back half of the game. They had us in the first half. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but uh, obviously still a lot of, you know, glaring issues. But it's just nice to get back on the winning, in the wing, wing column because if we were going into an 11-30 in the morning game tomorrow, losing two in a row to the Reds and four straight overall – uh, we'd all be pretty miserable and be questioning, is this team going to be anything <laughs> at all? And um, listen, we're at two or three right now, and got a chance to win the series tomorrow, go into an off, off day with a two-game winning streak with the Rangers coming to town. I mean, to, to the federal landmark, I mean, you win tomorrow, you're feeling a lot better about the week in general than you did yesterday. So that's the f- full perspective of how I feel right now is, okay, you won tonight, but you got to win the series tomorrow. Yeah. Have to. Have to. Definitely. He will support her saying all positive vibes. Wesneski was disappointing, but I'm not concerned. I feel that. I don't know. I wouldn't say disappointing. Obviously, he didn't win who you got tonight, but yeah. he pitched. Big of you to say. Yeah, well, he battled. A lot of well, a lot, there's a lot of competition for who you got yeah. tonight. He pitched. He competed well enough tonight to keep them close. Yeah. Like, he didn't give up eight runs. He walked out of there with three earned runs. And you still see that his stuff was nasty. Like, he still touched 98. He clearly didn't have the control. He was clearly frustrated, walked off the mound a couple times, shaking his head, um, yelling at himself. But we still got a couple struts. And I I still say I have full confidence that Wesneski is going to have a great season this year. That doesn't deter me at all. I said this when we were sitting on the couch watching. I'm like, it wasn't a good start, obviously, but if that's like on the low end of the starts he gives you this year, you'll you'll one hundred percent take that. They because, weren't out of it. Yeah, they were. They were. It was still a three one game when he came out, and yeah, if if he's giving you was it four and two thirds, three earned runs, like yeah. if that's and if two that's of considered more homers. If that's considered his bad starts, like that's like that's gonna happen, especially for a guy who's still a rookie. He's only pitched. Yeah. this is his seventh game in the majors, um, so you'll take that. For for a guy who you have, the Cubs certainly have very high hopes with. Um, the way he performed last year, the way he performed during spring training, like 
The Cubs are putting a lot of stock in this guy, and no, it's not the way you wanted to start the season. Um, maybe it's, you know, that first start of the year, a little, maybe a little amped up. You know, he wasn't – the control wasn't completely there, He but he was hitting pretty decently high velocity. Like he hit yeah, 98, he hit 98 at one point, right? Um, so, yes, if this is the start – if this is on the low end of the starts he gives you over 162, like, you deal with that because that means the rest of the – most of the rest of the starts he's giving you – are a lot better than what he's giving you. When he, he give you four and two thirds, three runs, if most of his starts are better than that, you, you take that for you take that and run with that for a rookie guy who you're still, honestly, who's still developing. Who's still mm-hmm. developing. Who's still getting acclimated to the big league level. You'll you'll deal with that and hope that the next start is obviously just better. And yeah. you love the teammates picking him up too, right? Like he yeah. walked off dejected as he's coming out of the game, and they go out and put up. 11 runs, basically. Afterwards. And Rucker came in and yeah, made sure out, to get it, get out of the right. inning for him. Adbert, uh, two, two more shutdown innings that mm-hmm. kind of led into that huge seventh inning. And, I mean, he gave up the, right. the two runs. Was it the, the bottom of the eighth, maybe it was? Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, it was like, by then, the Cubs had pretty much put the game out of reach. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as Wesneski, like, I, it was really hard in the spring to, like, have tempered expectations just because he was out there shoving. Um, but that that's what I told myself coming into today was tempered expectations. First star of the year, no matter what, you're still a rookie and you've only been in the majors for a month. And now the league has a little bit of tape on you. And, you know, so tempered expectations. I, I, for me, I'm just hoping you're getting the best out of him on a, on a more consistent basis later in the year. I feel like it's going to be bumpy to start, so we'll see what happens in the next start. But, yeah, I mean, was I really surprised at what happened tonight? Not necessarily. Was I Obviously, I was hoping for better, but it was the first start of the year, and he's a young pitcher, and, you know, like I said, he's not experienced. Like, right. He's got he's to get that experience in there. And and go through the the bumps and roads of being a young yeah. pitcher at the major league level. That's like all of them do it. Only certain special ones don't have uh, don't have that problem. And I'm not saying that Hayden Wisniewski isn't special. All I'm saying is that you can't expect him to just be Cy Young form right away. So um, I'm very excited to see what he does to follow this up because I think there's a lot to learn from this start for him, and he can take a lot from this start into his next start that can help him become better. Wow, do you um, see the super chat? Yeah, from Gerard. I mean, the with Ger- the 50 days of hashtag wow. Mike Dubs continue, but also 50 days of Gerard, another $50 it's super like- chat with your guy, Ian Hap, Ryan. Hap, three for four, double RBI, two walks, two runs, great W. Yeah, that's- Gerard, you're the man. Gerard's the man. What is So what is that? He was at like 40 days left right in his... Gerard so. goes right back to 50. Now we have to start over. We have to go back to the 50 days yeah. in a row because every time we get down to like 46, he gives us another $50 super mm-hmm. chat, and then we have to do 50 more in a row. Mike um, Dubs has got to be around 40. Yeah. yeah. Before we move on, I've seen Barbara in the chat asking if this is the new, the new time. Oh, slot. Barbara's here? Yeah, I Barb's saw Barbara here. in the we're chat. Live. We're live, Barb, Barb. Just oh, so you live. know. We're all oh, live. Wow, now that we're in season, it, if we're live, which for the most part we are, Post game, pre game, so it's like it's built around the game time. So it's not, the no, show is right after the game. Yeah, it's no longer like we're going live at one twenty. It's say hi built to Barb. On, hi so Barb. she knows. Hi Barb. Barb. We're live. It's gonna be built around the game time whenever that yep. is. So and we do pre game usually the first game of every series. 
Pro- so no pregame tomorrow yeah. since it's yeah. getaway day. So there it is, programming but, now. But we'll have pregame on Friday. The game's at one twenty on Friday, so we'll do pregame probably around 12.30. So the more you know, Barbara. Fernando with a super chat. Hap, yesterday's price ain't today's price, Jed. Yeah. He's, uh, he's Let's up not in, worry about it right now. I don't want to. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat. Always. Thank you. Thank you, though. Yeah. I just want to let, let's try to keep it as positive. As negative as we want to get is probably Wesneski wasn't a superstar tonight, but he still mm-hmm. touched 98. Brendan was still, Brendan Miller was still sweating over there. Oh, man. Yeah. Watching that game, he was firing out heat maps and new gifts. I don't even know what those things He was putting stuff on our <laughs> Slack channel just. He put a he put, he put a an hole. HTML code in, yeah, in, in the Slack channel. Like what? Stuff. I <laughs> thought we were being taken over or something. I didn't know what was happening. We were being hacked by our own guy. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll get Duke. to that in a little bit. The Duke the, the coming Duke. through. The Duke sent that one, one up there. Oh, the Duke Duke statement Kondo. victory. I'm pumped. Hey, give me give me Goose Island double honk for that. The Duke yes. with a hundred statement I'm, victory. I'm Jack. To the tits. I think that's what it's supposed of, to be. Yeah. Get out of here, Gerard. Nobody out supers the Duke. <laughs> Tell the Bulls guys it's not looking like they'll have a happy Duke tonight, though. Yeah. The, yeah. Pack wow. The, Thank the you. The Duke might not be there for your show. He just spent 100 on ours. Oh, you know what? It all goes to the same. Said it all goes to the same. Yeah. Another one, man. Well, with a super chat. Boy, they, they win a game, and all of a sudden the Cubs fans are back. making it rain around here. It's about here time the Cubs offense took advantage. The new guys look great, taking the walks and the, and the singles when they come. And even though Hayden struggled, it's still great to see him compete. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. And, well, thank you very much. It's, it's $20. Like, it, it was just there was – the fact that, like, Hayden's start is probably on the lower end of the things that happened today. Like, that was among the bad, right, if you were picking mm-hmm. out bad things. Like, that was among the I, bad – but it, as we talked about, like it's it was still only three earned runs. He still nearly got out of five. Like that's not even that bad. So I that's was, that's not I, bad. It's a good win. I was mentally preparing, like halfway through the game, I was mentally preparing myself to have to come on here and defend Hayden Wisniewski because he, despite it not being great, he still only gave up three runs, and it, and it wasn't that it it could have been a lot worse, and it wasn't, and and it would have probably and I. Felt like we were probably going to lose that game. At like five innings in, I was like, "This not looking great for us right now." So I'm glad that the offense figured out how to get or to to get to that Reds bullpen, which was not good. And they had they had some errors that didn't help themselves either. Like it, I don't know what happened to them in that. What was it? The sixth inning gave up six earned runs in uh, in that inning. Uh, six, six run seventh, yeah. Six run seventh. My bad. Uh, yeah, you, you you like to see innings like that because uh, you, you're not always going to get them, uh, especially with this Cubs team. <laughs> but you like to see them put this many runs up and win the game because what did we say uh, yesterday? You can't have games like this yeah. where you score five-plus runs and lose. Not with this roster, not with this team. So when you score more than five runs, you got to win more often than not. So they the bullpen Rucker came in was good. You got that out. That we thing. mentioned Alzali. Listen, he was spectacular. I don't know what was going on, but he came in and was outstanding for a couple innings. Forget the home run. That's exactly that's what you want him to do. You want him to throw strikes and challenge guys when you have that big of a lead. 
I don't want him nitpicking corners and trying for the perfect pitch. Go out there, throw strikes. You've got a game that starts at 11.35 tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take the win. Uh, Manuel now with a super chat. Another Tell the Bulls guys I said hi. What up, Joey? Um <laughs> <laughs> The Bulls guys are reacting to whatever's happening reacting. on the Something game right now. Something happened over in the Something Bulls, happened game. The Bulls game. We'll, uh, let, we'll let them know. We'll take super chats related to the Bulls, too, yeah, I guess. Well, i got to tell you, first of all, <laughs> Cody's real lucky that the super chat started. I told you, drink the beer as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. You don't have to so chug it because in. when I said for a $50 super chat, you'd have to chug it. Boy, you'd be Yeah. It's always going to be Uber home after wins. We'll do it at the beginning of the show. You better send the fifty dollars super chat within the first minute or two. Of yeah, there you go. Yeah, Nick G, give us the like, smash it, go. please. Yes, I mean, I just Shout can't out Nick get over G. what a, a turn one. of events. This chat and this show would have been so negative tonight. Oh man, at a one and four start and four straight losses, two to the Reds, right? And all of a sudden, it's like the floodgates opened and they didn't even hit home runs. Yeah. They literally were just peppering the ball all over the ballpark. And and all of the guys that you want to see take uh-huh. a little heat off themselves. Even Mancini. Mancini's played well. Mm-hmm. The guys that yeah. everybody's been worried about. And again, this doesn't mean the season's going to go this way. Right. But Bellinger had a couple tough first games. Obviously much better tonight. And better last night. Three-run yeah. homer. Mancini's come around. Hosmer's been hot. Master Boney was the better. last two games. It was now? Nico again tonight. Three, three for, for six. six. The only guy that wasn't hitting tonight was Dansby Swanson. <laughs> but he, he had like two times. walks. He walked or three, three times. times. Yeah, 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 he was on base. It, yeah, and yeah. after a bad night, quote unquote, for Dansby Swanson, he's still batting 500. He's still batting <laughs> 500. <laughs> I think I'm he's sure going to be all right. His OBP yeah. is probably like still way up there. Like he's. Mm-hmm. The only, as far as offense, <laughs> the only guy that didn't do anything tonight was freaking Jan Gomes. And if that's. If that's so your, got two RB? No, he didn't. he catch a pop up, though? He Behind the plate? He did. That he had that pop up. He had nice that play. He got that run in. Uh, it was a double play, so it doesn't count as an RBI. But you know, he at least put the ball in play and got the run in. Okay, yeah, I uh, forgot. That you in did the seventh, it was seventh. Or as eight, far as like having any right. kind of major impact on the offense, but you're not you're not asking Young Gomes to have major impact on the offense. No, the and, and so it's um, yeah, it's just an all around good win from the Cubs. And like you said, it was before that sixth inning, we're sitting here like, man, we're gonna have to deal with more. You know. <laughs> Cubs fans just mad after the fifth game and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because um, it, I mean, it was 3-1, and you're sitting there like the first few times they've gone down, especially against the Brewers. Like, they went down, and you didn't feel like there was a way they right. were going to come back. Right? You felt like the game was kind of over. Yes, it's early in the season, but that's the way those first two losses against the Brewers went. This one against the Reds yesterday was kind of back and forth, but this one, it was 3-1, and then, you know, you don't know if they're going to come back, and then they erupt for a six-run uh, sixth, seventh inning. It's right. it's good to see that from a Cubs team that a lot of these guys that were good today are guys you're going to need to be good all season for them to have any shot at competing. You got you know Bellinger is, is obviously one of those guys. Like he, there's guys throughout this lineup that actually played well. Like Master Boney only only went one for five, but he had two more really hard hit balls that were outs. Yeah, that near right said that someone. exit velocity. We were saying every oh, time man. he hit it, it's been hard the last two days. Yeah, Hosmer two for five. So like you. People are already ready. People are already ready to cut the cord with Eric Hosmer, but if he keeps hitting like this, even if he's, giving you, if he's giving you a hit, maybe two every game, like you'll take that. Why? Because it allows Matt Mervis to get a little extra seasoning in Triple A, while not sacrificing completely at the plate in the major leagues, right? Like you'll take that, and if you know if it gets to the point where he's 
weeks where he's just not producing, then you think about it then. But right now, it's like all these guys you're you're counting on at least early in the season to help the Cubs be good early in the season. They produced today, and yeah, it's only one game, but it, it's only one game. But that's what we talked about with the losses, right? The losses, it's only one game. It's so early, mm-hmm. so you can you can take it the other way with with this one. It's like it's still early, but you still obviously feel really good about it, right? And kind of kind of like what we. Uh, we talked about last night uh, in a way of like a lot of people mad losing because it's the Reds. On the flip side, like just because these guys are performing against the Reds, you can, like those count. Like those, like you gotta beat teams like this. You just yes. you got like more often than not, at least you have to beat teams like this. So um, yeah, it's uh, again, it's a. Good sign, good momentum builder going into tomorrow with an off day after that. So, because uh, if they lose tomorrow, this what we're celebrating tonight is just going to completely go away if they lose two or three of the Reds. So, tomorrow you feel you're feeling good with your number one going up against their number one. So, uh, and we'll talk more about that later in the show. But as of right now, you have to feel good about going into tomorrow if you're a Cubs fan. And at this point. As we're talking right now, that's really all we can say. So, it's a vibe um, with us Tuesday. Yeah, vibe. It's a vibe with us, with us Tuesday. We yeah. got everybody in the building. Blackhawks are here. Bulls are here. We're here, and the chat is on fire. We got another super chat. Dylan now saying Cody's a beast, and so is the Duke. <laughs> Hell yeah! The super chats. Shout keep out to coming Dylan. Stephen's running man. the ones and twos over here tonight because there's no Sox game. He's got Chipotle coming. His third dinner's on the way. He's got Jesus. like a burrito as we big as your head over there. We got three steak tacos. That's what we got. What there. is it? Three steak tacos. Three wow. steak tacos. It's the size of an NFL They're just football. Very closely. This together. is like the f- most full the CHGO office has been like in months. <laughs> at least, at least when we're there. When we're here. It's usually dead here. Yeah. What he, what Peck, Peck says, said. Peck after says dark vibes. vibes. After dark vibes. It should. We should have all done our post game show together here. Just put three cameras out here and just. Let us all roll out. We could all vote a Megalodon camera, whatever they call that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> like 20 camera lenses. <laughs> um, anyway, as far as, like, you know, some things from the game. No yeah. David Ross decisions to complain about. I w- I'll say this about David Ross taking Wesneski out with in the fifth inning with still one out to go. Basically the same situation with Drew Smiley where he could have taken he could have taken Smiley out earlier. Of course, last night we said, you know, we didn't necessarily care if he did or didn't in, th- yeah, in that I, inning. I didn't disagree with it, right. but it obviously didn't work out. I was a little surprised that he made the pull early tonight for Wisniewski. And I want to say mainly it, was, it had to do with a confidence thing. Because if he did give up another run, that was probably going to hurt him a little bit with the confidence at least. So, Because uh, he, he got two quick outs and then gave up a hit. I believe that is what happened, at least. And then Ross came and got him. It was a strikeout, ground out, and then that uh, TJ Friedel single. Yeah. Um, and that's when uh, Ross put in Rucker. Right. So I don't know if it's a I, confidence I, thing. I think it was just he was, kind of, he was grinding out there. You know? Right. Um, yeah, he was grinding out there, and he was he had he was in the mid '80s of uh, you know on the pitch count or whatever. He got those two quick outs, and I was like, oh, maybe. Maybe if he gets this out pretty quick too, maybe he'll come out for the for the sixth just because he, you know, he's in the mid eighties and he he seemed like he had kind of found it there. Um, but again, it, 
that's not what happened. And so for me to see him come and get him after that, I don't want to say that he completely learned something and that after the, the smiley thing, all I'm saying is, is that he wasn't taking any chances tonight after losing the game before. So I think that's a good sign for anyone who's like down on him. And over the last 12 hours, all I've read are people complaining about David Ross. And again, this is the year where we are supposed to evaluate him or whatever. But a lot of people's like criticisms of David Ross always come in like hindsight. It never comes in like the time of when something's happened. If you're going to criticize David Ross for something, criticize him before something goes against the Cubs. Maybe, obviously not in the chat because it comes after the game, but I do think a lot of people on Twitter were raising their eyebrows on yesterday's bunt. Oh, yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah, that that, that was one for sure. And uh, you guys told me that you saw the the explanation, and it was that Wisdom's kind of a good bunter, yada, yada. I'm just saying at 3-0, if I'm judging him on one thing that I can say that I've seen negative, and he knows more baseball than I do, I would have let the guy at 3-0 just stand there with a bat in his hand. Yeah, if you want to try it at 3-1, right. that's your decision. But at 3-0, I don't understand And the that. one thing from the quotes that he the quotes that he had about that incident that bothered me is it just didn't feel like he took accountability for that decision. Like, it felt like he doubled down and was like, I would do it again, basically, without saying it. But like, that fe- and it feels worse today if this game continues. Right. Right, like the piling on and the negativity that was building continues if the game is played the way it was the first five innings. But after mm-hmm. the sixth inning, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth, you look right. at it and they've completely turned around the narrative. And that's right. and you hope they can carry that. It doesn't usually happen in baseball that way, like carry it one day the next. But mm-hmm. you just hope that type of play continues somewhat tomorrow morning at 11-something. Look at the chat going Where'd you get that taco from, Steven? Steven. Steven it is, is from just, Chipotle, right? He can't. Mario talk. picked it up from. I don't know what it's called. It's, Steven, it's on Ogden. Steven had a whole like Tupperware of food, and as we're still sitting there, he's like, "Is anyone going Ordering to pick up? Food. Is anyone going to go pick up food?" <laughs> I'm not going to be able to keep my bench higher than yours without it. <laughs> yeah. He's still hungry. I don't know. If you don't know Steven, Steven can eat. He's, the entire. He's packing away. I did see somebody in the chat. I can't remember who. I think it was Garrett. With an excellent point. Cody, did you want to sing Creed for the comeback? <sighs> Can you take Can me higher? Can you take me higher? That's the low point of the show yeah. right there. <laughs> that, that wow, you got to work on your Creed. That was <laughs> that not. Been, that could have been so much better. Yeah, mid-season form. I have a 12-run <laughs> yeah. comeback. Well, you, you brought it up to me without, without having time to you, think. You weren't singing it in your head? Yeah. And, again, when I did it on CHGO Cubs pregame on opening day, I had had a couple Goose Islands at me already. Sure. It was just kind of came natural. Sure. I you had, think Peck would sing that for us? Peck would sing anything Peck, for would us. You, Matt Peck, will you come over and sing Creed? Will you take me higher for us? Oh, uh, well, you got a, a $50 super uh, hold, chat hold from up, somebody. We got a hundred dollars. We're, we're at 63 likes right now. Let's get oh, to, oh, we got a hundred dollars super right, chat on. asking for Matt Peck to sing. Will you take How me about higher? if we get 75 likes? That's what I was going to say. 75, 75 likes. Peck sings Creed. Peck sings, Peck sings Creed. Creed. Make it happen. Show. He's going to floss his teeth. He wants to make sure it's a good sound. <laughs> Everything's clean. Um, I want to, <laughs> and we'll talk about a little bit more about him and who you got, but I want to, you know, talk about Patrick wisdom. Mm-hmm. And just how down on people, down on him, people yes. were going into this season. Like I did not, 
understand the hate for Patrick Wisdom. Seriously. It was like, why hasn't Wisdom be, been DFA'd yet? Like, get him off the team, trade him, whatever it was. And I was, I, I didn't, I couldn't understand it because he didn't have, what, he had a bad defensive year. He still gave you 25, 26 bombs, whatever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, at, at the point where the Cubs were at coming into the season, one of the few, like, you know he's going to give you power. You know he's going to give you slug. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, for a lineup that is lacking that consistently, the fact that you know Patrick Wisdom is going to give you, if he gets the playing time, of course, 25-something, you know, some type like that of home runs over the over 162, like, why do you want to lose that? Like, you, yeah, he's going to strike out a lot, but that's, as we've talked about, like, that's, just sort of his game. And when you have so many other guys who you know are going to put the ball, Nico Horner is one of them, going to put the ball and play a lot. You know, Ian Happ's going to take a lot of walks. He's a good on-base guy. Danzy Swanson, a good mix of all that. But none of the guys are the guys that you you know won't sacrifice his power just to make some contact. Yeah. That's not Patrick Wisdom's game, but he's going to give you a lot of home runs. He could easily lead this team in home runs this you year. You need his power. So yeah. the fact that people were just so down and out about Patrick Wisdom never sat right with me going into the season. And you see he's having a pretty good season. What, did he go three for five today? Like mm-hmm. some couple RBIs. Like he's he's putting the bat on the ball, and he's you know good results are happening. And, yeah, if, when, we, when we talk about the bad things, oh, it's only a few games into the season. Same thing with Wisdom. Like yes. You want to see that extend past the fifth game of the year. But, like, give the guy his – you know, give credit where credit's due because he's had a good start to the year. And if that continues, I mean, he's got two home runs already, like – if that all continues, like you feel good about Patrick Wisdom being in the lineup more often than not. And I, I, I know what you're saying, the 150 RBS. strikeouts, but you're going to have to sacrifice something to get the power. Mm-hmm. And if, if he improves defensively and goes back to what he was the first season, and again, you're not paying the guys $40 million. Right. You're getting a discount over at third base for your power. And, and also, give the guy some credit. Did you not see the pitch he took on his wrist yesterday? <laughs> like, Seriously. On, on television, it sounded like his entire arm cracked. Yeah. Like, I, I still can't believe he was in the <laughs> – I can't believe he played, let alone played well tonight. Right. I was shocked to see him in the lineup. Yeah, so – I thought he'd be out for multiple days. I think – I can't it – def, it wasn't last night, maybe it was the show before, where I said, all I'm asking for Patrick Wisdom, or, or what I envision Patrick Wisdom, is just a really solid role player, a guy who can give you power – Guy who can give you solid defense if he plays at one position the most of the season, like we saw in 2021. I said he could be an Adam Duvall type player. And someone said in the chat, can't remember who you were, said that does does Adam Duvall strike out 200 times a year? Well, Patrick Wisdom's never struck out 200 times in a season. He struck out 183 times last year, but not last year for Adam Duvall because he was hurt the entire year. But the year before, he struck out 174 times. What's basically what's the difference? But he's same like essentially the type of role that Adam Duvall has ever been on any type of team is just a guy who gives power, can play a little corner outfield. The only difference between him and Patrick Wisdom is the position that they play. But they play a similar role in terms of their offense and where they're at in the lineup. And most of the time, Patrick Wisdom has been very good when he's consistently, not necessarily in the middle of the lineup, but in the middle, but towards the yeah. bottom. Yeah. And I think when he's in that six and seven spot, six or seven spot in the lineup and playing third base on a consistent basis, he can give you his peak value. And again, 
you can look at the numbers from the pass, but there is a little bit more protection for him in the lineup because the lineup is simply better than what it's been since he's been getting full-time playing time with the Cubs. Well, he needs to yeah, shout, respect me on the field. Respect that's me. Like, yeah, I'm not saying he's an all-star. I'm, all I'm saying yes. is that he can. he's just a very good player he, he could who be a lot of teams a, could use. He could be a solid role player, and I get what you're saying. is like If you're relying on him to be your cleanup hitter, you probably don't have that great of a lineup. You but don't he, have a good lineup. If he can right. be a little bit lower in that order, still give you what he gives you, You've probably built a pretty decent lineup where you're again you're not relying on him to be the guy that cleans everything up, but he could still be the guy that gives you home runs just near the bottom of the order. And you know I think David Ross has talked about it like how nice it would be to have a lineup where Patrick Wisdom is like a solid seventh guy in the lineup. And if the Cubs build that, that's a good team because yeah. even if Patrick Wisdom's your starting third baseman, again, yes he's going to strike out a lot and. That you, you would, of course, the Cubs would love it if he didn't strike out. If he cut that strikeout rate so much while not sacrificing the power, sure, that's like the complete best case scenario for the Cubs. Right. But that's probably not going to happen. But if you build the lineup with enough guys who you know are going to put the ball in play, which they at this point it looks like they have, like Patrick Wisdom, you're okay with him striking out because you know he has, he's one of the few guys on this team where you sit there and be like, this game could change on one pitch because of what Patrick Wisdom brings. Tim mm-hmm. Anderson struck out 162 times once. Tim <laughs> Anderson struck out 149 times. He's not providing you the type of power. I'm not saying Patrick Wisdom is a better player than Tim Anderson. I'm just saying no. every player has flaws. Yeah. Patrick Wisdom's right now is that he strikes out a lot, but he also had the flaw of not playing good third base last year, and he's improved it. And... I'll go, I'll go back I'll go back to it again. I'm not so sure there aren't a lot of teams that would like him at third base right now. And maybe they maybe they find the mix with Rios, maybe it's Morel that splits it. I don't know who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Here's this. Kyle Schwarber struck out 200 times last year. You know, he hit way more he hit home, more he home hit runs. Way more home runs in left-handed he power. He led the National League in home runs. And he's yeah, also an, but he, and he's an all-star. He has, he has a flaw. But what I'm well, the what I'm saying is I saw someone in the chat saying 183 strikeouts is unplayable. It's not when you're paying Patrick Wisdom. I don't even think he's eligible for arbitration. No, right. Yet. You're paying him way less. Like mm-hmm. you're not paying him you're not paying him you're not paying him to do much more than what he's giving you. Like he's yeah, he's arbitration eligible this offseason, I believe. He's if he gives you 25 home runs, mm-hmm. I mean, if he strikes out 175 times, yeah, you hate that because strikeouts, I don't, I don't know. But if so he's giving P. you 25-plus home runs and striking out that much, I think you like. I I'll, think you take the trade off. He will would rather said he would rather play Madrigal at third base with a higher batting average and less strikeouts than Wisdom. I, well, don't, I don't believe that's true. on Personally, I don't believe that's true on this team, but that may play out before the end of I, the season. We I don't think know. there are situations where that is the right way to go. But I think they uh, need the power right now. Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying not, I'm not saying today. Yeah, I'm saying there are situations where you have maybe a power pitcher and you just a power pitcher who uh, you know excels at, with fastballs up in the zone, which we know Patrick Wisdom isn't great at. That would be a situation where yeah, I'd probably rather have Nick Madrigal in the lineup than Patrick Wisdom, but that's not going to be the situation every day. And there's going to be situations where you need that power, and that's what Patrick Wisdom provides. Right. Yeah. Where which more than to, where most of the guys on this. T- on this team can have can, yeah, can provide. You put Nick Madrigal at third. He's playing a position he's never played before. He's probably not going to play very well. He does not have a good arm. 
instead of putting Patrick Wisdom there, he's going to hit home runs. And then the other thing with Madrigal, if you really like ground balls to second, that's probably what you're going to get. You're not getting extra base hits out of him. Forget home runs. You're not even getting doubles out of him most of the time. What I'm saying is, like, if, like there's going to be situations where you need someone who's going to put the bat on the ball because there's those pitchers out there that just consistently miss bats. Hey, if yeah. Nick Madrigal was bunting yesterday, I'd be better with that. Yeah, you might like be better. That's, that's a guy yeah. I would like to bunt. I, yeah. That now, seems like Nick Madrigal would have been a great fit on the Cubs team that had nothing but home run hitters yeah. and yes. lots of strikeouts. But uh, this team needs a little power. To add on to wisdom, I, I know it's, what, we're five games. <laughs> Go, yeah. Going into today, yeah. uh, Fangraphs hasn't up, updated their stats yet. But going into today, he's only got a 23% strikeout rate. That's And he didn't strike out tonight. So all I said is that if you could strike out 29% of the time instead of 34, 35 like he did last year, I think that's an improvement, a drastic improvement. All right? So, again, I'm not saying Wisdom is some all-star bound player or anything. I just think that there's more value there than what people want to give him. And he showed that tonight. He showed that yesterday, and he's shown that uh, consistently on defense so far this uh, this season as well. Again, only five games. We'll see. You, we'll talk about it all year because I'm sure there will be a game where he strikes out two or three times, of and everyone's going to be done with him again, and everyone's going to say you guys are wrong about him, whatever. All I'm saying is that right now, with the way that this roster is, especially until Matt Mervis comes up, you got to have him in the lineup, man. You just you just do. P. Will says, Cody, you need a single to win. Runner at third. Who would you rather have, Wisdom or Madrigal, to bring him home? I'll give you the, another scenario. You need two runs, and there's a runner at first. Who would you rather have well, up, Madrigal or Wisdom? I'd okay, rather have Wisdom. But, but, is yeah. that, but that's what I'm saying is there, is certain, there, situations. there are such, certain situations where Madrigal is a better fit of at course. the plate. Than Patrick Wisdom. Yes. But then there's other situations like, you know, tonight when I think he had, you know, a guy at first and second. Yeah. I just. A few hours. Like, maybe you want Patrick Wisdom's power out there in those kind of situations. Yesterday. I'm not dumping on Madrigal no, either. Yeah. Like, I no. think he, he could have a role on the team. I'm just saying, more often than not, I think they need the power than they need the hits. But, yes. I, and I, but I think as that's why you appreciate some of the versatility, like, in the bench bats. I'm not saying they're all great bats, yeah. but. Most of them have different ways of getting things done, mm-hmm. and that's why. Yes, you'd want them to be better. You want them. To, yeah. You want. You would like better bats on the bench, mm-hmm. or just like in that rotation of guys. But you got some guys that you know. Patrick Wisdom hits for power. Nick Magical hits for contact. At least you have a, you have two different guys where the situation calls for it. Mm-hmm. They could be plugged into that. Yeah. Now, in that scenario, I'm with, I'm with you in that. There's obviously there's, gonna, there's probably going to be more situations where you want Wisdom's power over Nick Madrigal's con, like, you know, contact ability. But there's going to be situations, and you yeah. at least appreciate that versatility now, in those bench bats. To answer his question, if there's a guy at third and less than two outs, and that 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 guy on third is the winning run. I want Dansby or Nico up. Well, that too. <laughs> but in that scenario between the two, yes, I think I'd rather have Madrigal up because I know he yes. can put the ball in play, all right? That doesn't mean that I want to see Madrigal play in multiple days in a row at third base. I'm sorry, I just don't. That doesn't mean that I don't think Madrigal doesn't have a role on this team. It doesn't mean I don't think Madrigal can even play a little third base. I know Steven's a White Sox fan, so he hasn't really paid attention to what Madrigal's been doing <laughs> for the Cubs in the spring and all that and everything he just said. While that was a fact with the White Sox, that's not a fact with the Cubs. He actually isn't 
that bad at third, but Wisdom just prototypically just fits better at third on a more consistent basis. Brings a power. He's shown that he can play a little defense there as well. Yeah. If there was someone, it's a, if it's it, a tough night to make the anti-wisdom argument. Right. Are you no, the, 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 the only other the only is. other person that makes no, sense right. would be Rios. Is. Rios is the only other one that makes sense. He might be the happy medium, but we don't know that. Yeah. Right. He. That's if there's one thing I could complain about when it comes to. Uh, you know, that situation is we haven't seen a lot of Rios. He hasn't got a lot of chances yet. So, Fernando, I'm final to more say. That. Cubs won. Why hate on Wisdom tonight? No, no one's Come hating on Wisdom. We're not man. hating him. Like, no, no, Wisdom no. had a great game. And again, like, <laughs> again, no one's hating on Wisdom. And he provides something of value that not a lot of the guys on this team do. That's what I've been trying to say. I've, I've said, you know, to answer that question, I was like, yeah, there's situations where Magical maybe makes a little bit more sense. But, Patrick Wisdom provides something that not a lot of the guys on this team do, and that's valuable. My whole thing was, like, I didn't get the hate mm. on Wisdom coming right. into the that's team. That's how it right? got started. That's yes. how we started. Like, yeah. I didn't understand the hate, and now everyone thinks I hate Patrick Wisdom, and I'm like, that's just not true because yeah. he – Well, they they he, might also think we hate Madrigal, but I, I don't know. I, I hope he does well this year. Uh, I'll tell you what I love is Goose Island. Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO, Chicago's beer since 1988. Blackhawks Pale Ale, they're playing tonight. That Goose Pub in the UC has been open for almost 10 years. Uh, Bull City 312. We get the hugs. That's your, the one you like is hugs, right? The beer hug. Beer uh, hug. The tropical one or whatever. 312, you did it out of the uh, cubby beer bat we did tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We got the Bulls watch party coming on Wednesday. You got a Bears draft party at Joe's on Weed coming the 27th and 28th. Uh, the Bulls guys will be in displays tomorrow. Beacon Tap. There you go. We got a whoop whoop from Peck. Let's bring the which, vibes because they ain't going to need it after tonight's loss. <laughs> do we have enough likes to get Peck to sing yet? We do. We're working on that. We did okay. just get it, yeah. Ready for you. There you come. <laughs> you got to come over here and get Goose that Goose Island's two local locations are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks. Goose Island Taproom, 1800 West Fulton. Or grab a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brew House, 1800 North Clybourne for reservation and pickup. Go to gooseisland.com slash locations, Goose Island Beer Company. Cody, you've been saving up for this. Hit us with your Roman. <laughs> All right, so go. one might say if you were to have, I don't know, four or five 312 beer bats, you might need some Roman if you have some issues uh, later on that day. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going too far into it, but, you know, you, you might get what I'm saying. All right, a lot of guys want a better sex life. Up to 50% of men have symptoms that get in the way of wanting or enjoying sex. Do you want a better sex life? If so, you're not alone. You're not alone, Ryan. There we go. But Roman is here to help. Roman sure. is the digital health clinic for men addressing Trap a variety it. of sexual nice. health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. And men with low T getting testosterone levels back to normal can help increase your libido. There it is. Roman offers a testosterone test, which includes lab processing, and it, and if it's appropriate for you, treatment for low testosterone, no waiting rooms, no hassle, straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly right to your door. Everything arrives in discreet packaging with free two-day shipping. 
I was gonna say this is like symbolic the fact that this thing just keeps drooping back down. Roman wipes right on there. Roman wipes. Cody's come a long way since Libido. Libido. Anyway. To learn, <laughs> to, to learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash chgo to get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash chgo. And don't drink five or more beer bats. Uh, that way uh, you might not be. Drink responsibly. Yeah, drink responsibly. But you still might need your Roman anyway. It, it's great either way. Yeah, uh, do you hmm. see the Duke um, with another super chat? He says uh, the Bulls suck. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Peck to throw a hat for me, and we appreciate your ten dollars. Thank, Thank you, Duke. the Duke. Duke yeah, is man. really something else. I'm glad Corey to have said that I nailed that. Ad read. Thank you. Yeah, Thank very you, well done. The mic stand needs some Roman wipes, Doug Van <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking, man. Yeah, that, that would help. Did uh, so? Did Brendan? I don't know if you saw this in, in Slack. The whole Brendan thing, did you yeah, see? Yeah, I, I, I was on the way here, and I had to, like, pull over and look. I'm like, what is this long message? I don't want to sh- pull up his code that he sent us. Like, we don't want anyone else. It could else. be government secrets for yeah. all I know. I don't know what he sent us, but it was just letters and signs and symbols and all kinds of stuff, and he created something. I don't even understand what it is. It's tracking the slider and the four seam fastball and the break between the two was 35 inches. Mm-hmm. Then he matched it to video and he's, 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 <laughs> he's in the chat and the pitch doctor is raving about Alzali. Just raving. Oh, look at this Alzali. Do you see this? And he's matching it to video as if it was this sky opening, the holy lights coming in. Uh-huh. It's holy week. And and then Alzheimer gives up a two run home. Like two <laughs> seconds. This doctor's been banned from science and math for, for the next two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. especially science. No science. There he goes. Here's the tweet: Albert Alzheimer is on track to be the best Cubs reliever. We'll leave it at that because, like, within the next minute, I think Albert gave up that two run homer. And, yeah. And we we got on him in the slack. We told he him had he like thirty five hundred views on that thing at that point. Yeah. And I'm worried that the Reds saw it in the dugout and were like, look what's going on. This is the break's going just like this. The pitch doctor, they're using our own information against us. So the pitch doctor has been banned from numbers, math, or science yeah. for two weeks. Two weeks. See, even though he's not part of who you got, we could still ban him from things. So That's right. Uh, anyway. Colada's here. Alzali, outside of the two-run homer, though. He was great. Oh, it was, he was he great. He looked. Do not. Do, I, I'm telling you, when you got the pair of Aberdazali pitching like he did tonight, and then our mayor, the guy who should be the mayor of this city, Keegan Thompson, shoving like he did yesterday to, to help, you know, get to preserve the bullpen a little. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy. And when, if, you, if the Cubs can get all five of their starters rolling, can use them in a little bit uh, higher leverage situations. I'm just saying, like there, there's a lot of there's a lot to uh, be excited about with those two specifically. Um, so, all all I was saying was that if you're gonna tweet something good about a reliever, make sure they're out of the game first. That's my yeah. whole point. And that that's that was Brendan Jinx, man. Jinxes happen. You're superstitious, like. Like a, Sometimes I can't help myself. You know, you remember how many jinxes I had last year? Yeah. I mean, shit. I tweeted so. after the Cubs scored the first round of the game, feed me a shutdown inning. Next thing I know, Die Hard Gary is in my Twitter <laughs> mentions telling me that I jinxed the game or yeah. whatever. 
and then he's telling me that that I that I ruined Wesneski or something. Like sometimes sometimes we're just hey, is, is ABC seven coming around? Goes. Have they declared Keegan Thompson the mayor yet? <laughs> Should have. We, I hope we so. declared him last night. It was early after yeah. his outing. Yeah. That's the guy. There, there, there was the runoff. I Numbers know it was close. Here. It Don't, was like a couple hundred votes away, but they yeah. forgot to add up the Keegan Thompson votes. Right. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good God. story. Uh, <laughs> anyway, did you see that uh, Rizzo, uh, Anthony Rizzo, getting a lot of love from his Yankee teammates for writing a personalized letter to every player on the team on opening day, and he gave two bottles of wine to each guy worth 600 bucks, but they were all taken by the handwritten letter. Got Ryan and I to thinking that, wait, didn't somebody like on the Cubs do that last year? Michael Rucker. Michael did, Rucker. Michael got, Rucker got in did for it. an out today. Yeah. So did Rizzo steal his bit? <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, that's a good question. Where he got that? Don't idea let the from. facts get in the way of a good story. I'd say he did. <laughs> yeah. Harry won Mayor of Rush Street again. Sure. P. Will's <laughs> trying to ban me from taking pictures, and who he got it wasn't that bad of an outing. Oh. I'm, just, I'm telling you, he dude, only gave up Stucky three taking runs. pictures is never good. He only gave up three runs. Stucky almost, like, took himself completely out of who you got, which we'll get into eventually. But Almost walked away from the game. Yeah. He almost uh, retired like Jordan did the first time. Almost. Tomorrow he's going to be in Slack just saying, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, how were those tacos? Did almost. Ta- I got ha- – oh, I just got some sauce did on the broadcaster. Uh, yeah, I tasted them. <laughs> I got, I got half a taco left over here. Dylan says, don't listen to the hate, Cody. You're a monster. Well, I, got a, I, I, got a, I got an idea for how we I should end the show. To. Well, we're hoping Peck's going to sing Creed say, for us. Did we get to that yet? We, we still, still got, got who you got. How about we go out with Peck singing Creed? Creed. Well, that's probably that's, the way to go, and then right? he can just sit down and do the Bulls show. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I want to hear him sing off. One Last Breath. That's the best Creed song. Anyways, I thought it was a nice gesture by Rizzo, but... Yeah. Sure. Uh, hey, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage, lower energy bills. Now and into the future, ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade their outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LEDs, Learn about network lighting, how to operate your lights through mobile, your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost effective than ever before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz right now to start saving money and energy and to start your project. Contact them at 1-855-433-2700 for more information. Email business ee at comed.com and public sector ee. At comed.com. You think these lights are powered by comed? For sure. These are energy Gi- efficient LEDs. Gigantic energy efficient LED lights that we have um, in studio. No heat. Well, I wish, the only thing I wish is like these are so bright. I wish I had brought my shady rays on set. Be able to, you know, or fly them for, for the Creed sing along at the too, end. But just block a little bit of the light because, you know, shady rays is back. Shady rays is back at CHGO. Shady Rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. 
The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, drop them in the lake, off a cliff, anything, they'll replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding in my hand when I have them. Uh, seems just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. You get free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem that code CHGO for 50% off only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. I'm working on something here. I just realized in the chat you can't send a photo, so Steven's going to have to post this. (laughs) Just realized that. Uh, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know what we should do? We should point out that it's a good time to sign up to be a diehard. It is. Get all of Ryan's articles. And make sure you do that because we got new dope merch that came out. Two new shirts right at the beginning of the season. We have the um, CHGO Ivy shirt, which is the CHGO in the red brick, the ivy around it, the 312 down the middle. And we also have, we also have the uh, beautiful and historic in the marquee sign. Two new shirts at the CHGO locker. You get to pick a free shirt when you sign up to be a diehard. So, seems like a good place to use that. Now, you know, you know, you know if I could have one, like, request related to our two new shirts? Is if, like, we Sell more? Get, well, sell more, but also, like. If we could get, like, a tank top version by the time the summer is here. Cody wants to show off the guns. You know what Steven does? He just cuts the sleeves off. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just cuts the sleeves off. I don't want to cut the sleeves off. Look at Steven showing off the biceps. Not up yet. Not yet? No barbell. I caught him during that ad read. He thought nobody saw him do the first one. He starts (laughs) pinching together this pack of tacos, his fourth dinner on the night. He's I, just I, going out. I'm like trying to get swole like during a the show. Cone out of like the aluminum foil. <laughs> well, look at this. There was a bunch <laughs> of like steak there. bits that I. I, I, I just wasn't just the taco funneling steak bits. We have forks you know. over there, but like I, I'm, I, I'm working here. I've I noticed been, it out the corner of my eye as I was doing that shady rage read, and thankfully I powered through it. But I. I got, the cam- I got the camera up pretty quickly. <laughs> I was yeah. just concerned. I didn't know you knew how to use it that was, thing, Luke. It was, <laughs> Luke learned it because I, I like photo, like photo bombed Luke tonight as he had a pizza box on his lap, which just I going shared to town. with him. By the way, he did, he did. But it was, I don't think I'd ever seen Luke Stuckmeyer happier in the year that we've worked together. In the year of we, we I was just out, he, happy to be here amongst no, friends Luke, and colleagues. Luke Thickmeyer was his happiest. <laughs> yeah, when the maybe the happiest was when maybe the happiest was when we hit the I've shortest been, game of the year last year. Well, the happiest I've ever been is when I tricked you guys in April Fools last year. That's that was probably too. the peak of my life. Whatever. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. still just impressed. <laughs> we you took, got your phone out. You knew how to get the app. That's open right. At, at this and rate, you're going to be doing code with Brendan soon. That's right, Brendan. I'm going to have to pick up the math and science part. Anyway, anyways. Unrelated, real quick. Uh, the Cardinals lost to the Braves tonight, four to one, and they are now two and three as well. So, so it is written. 
I mean, the Brewers smoked the Mets from what I was hearing. Yeah, but spin zone, they had dudes Stick dressed like or, cats in their, in their in the stands <laughs> tonight. So they're still a poverty franchise, and they still have fans who are pissing on their concourse of Wrigley North. And there's your what the N- hell wow, are they look doing? that video up. There's, <laughs> I don't think we need to show it, but look it up. There's your NL Central talk for the day. Yeah. Uh, Ravi, ice cream day. Feel good about it, Ravi. Good to see you back. <laughs> All right. Ravi. So let's get into who you got. Well, you want to preview tomorrow first and finish with who you got? Let's preview tomorrow. Let's sure. preview tomorrow. Marcus Stroman on the bump, spectacular. You got this short turnaround, and everything that he was on opening day is everything you hope he is 70% of the time this season. Right? Yeah. Like we said yeah. in the pregame show on opening day, he need, I said he needs to have double-digit wins. He needs to be a winning pitcher. Those are stats that are old and boring. <laughs> but if he does both of those, at least I'll have a feel that like he's yeah. in these games more. He needs to pitch like the guy that was in the second half of the season. Yeah. Spectacular on opening day. If he can do that in Cincinnati and get them two out of three, I'll feel good about it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like I said on opening day uh, pregame show when we were talking about Stroh, you know, I, I said, you know, he's, he's your 20-plus million-dollar man. He's your number one. Whether you want to believe that he's an ace or not, he's being paid to be one of those types of guys. And this, like, this is where you make your money. Like, this is if you're Marcus Stroman, this is where you make your money in games like this. You you, you just want to, like, you just made a comeback and won and won a game against what? Who cares if it's the Reds or whoever? Yeah, you're coming off a comeback win, and now you need one more win to win the series going into off day. This like. This is how yeah. the big game pitchers make their money. Like, I don't care that it's five games in. This is how you do it throughout an entire season. So, I'm not asking Stroh to go out there and pitch a perfect game or a complete game, anything like that. I'm saying just give us a shutout. It'd be nice. Well, I, if you get I'll take a quality start. start. Yeah, a quality <laughs> start is like, yeah. you feel good about that. And like you said, like, if he's giving you that more often than not, quality start keeping you in the game, giving everyone a chance to win, that's, they're not all going to turn into wins. Especially with the line, like you know, lineup that may not be as consistent as you know the Cubs would like it to be when Stroman gives you a, a quality start like that. But if he's ge- keeping them in the game and giving them a chance to win every time he's out there, like yeah, that's where you make your money. That's why that's why you were given the ball on opening day because the Cubs want to rely on you to be that guy that they know every fifth day. They give you the ball. You're going to give them a chance to win. That's not going to happen every game with every pitcher on the Cubs. But when you're the number one guy, that's yeah. what they that's what they hope to see out of you. I don't want to say they expect that to see that out of you, but like they kind of do expect to see that out of you. Right? I expect to see him in Dan Plezak's top twenty five <laughs> all season long. Yeah, our guy Danny Plezak put his top twenty five out so far this season. Where was he? Number nine. He had, nine, he yeah, had yeah. Stroman and Steele in there. I think Stroman was nine, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's got to be a top 10 pitcher in baseball. He had Dylan Cease, number two. He's not as good as Dylan Cease, but top 25? Yeah, that's what I want out of my guy that yeah. started on opening day. Yeah. 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 And I, I agree. think he can be that. Right. And, and they got to like, go up against uh, Hunter Green, who was a top draft pick. He is, like throws triple digits. He's... He's not Jacob Degrom, but he's very good, or he has he has potential to be very yeah. good. And he's coming off a year where he gave up a lot of homers and, and stuff like that. So he's hoping to like take a step and you know just be a better pitcher, right? So uh, I, 
all I'm saying is, is the Cubs can't let down. They can't – this is – the Cubs' offense can't be a major letdown. They, I'm not saying score 12 runs. I'm saying score enough to win. Score enough to win and Stroh give us a quality start. If they if – the, if the Cubs can score three runs tomorrow and Stroh gives them a quality start, I think they win. We had a uh, we gotta, we gotta highly competitive now. who you got, right? A highly mm-hmm. competitive who you got. Wesneski was not the guy. A lot of debate on whether he should have been picked or who he was picked by. <laughs> but it ended up Ryan going, working out for Ryan because he ends up taking Ian Happ, the hot hand in Cincinnati. Yep. Cincinnati. I mean, yep. when I look at you, know, one guy was three for five. Cody Bellinger. Well, do we have do we have the, the Bellinger three for five runs scored RBI in no, a walk. Wisdom picks. three for five two runs. No, you no. tweeted him out. He three RBI him out. Put Corey. Him on there. I had Wesneski. Ryan had Hap three for four. From the CA, from the Only Cubs one account. RBI, but he came through with probably the biggest hit in the game. Probably, yeah. And he walked twice. And by the time he struck out, the game was basically over. All right, so we're, yeah. I would say it's Hap. Steven's picking up, yeah, or pulling up the list. Cody had Bellinger, yeah. Luke was nice. I would say, I would say it's Hap or Wisdom. I'm going to be Wisdom and Bellinger had the same game, but Wisdom had more RBI. I'll be honest, I'm biased. I think, <laughs> I think Hap had the better, the better if game. If Bellinger today. doesn't fly out with the bases jacked earlier in the game, then I have a shot. But Wisdom scored didn't. two runs and had two more RBI. Someone said that Hap had the important uh, game tying double down the left field line. Pretty important spot for him. Yeah, I don't to think get it ended up there. taking the lead, though, did it? No, it tied okay, the Dan, game. Dansby yeah. stopped at third, but it tied the game and, you know, really got that rally going in my Corey opinion. says, Corey, for who you got. He also says if Ryan chugs a three run two right now. He I already conceded in slack, so I don't, I don't need to do that. <laughs> it's a, it's um, a Pete, close one, but we said no more ties. I'll just yeah. say, for me, I drank an entire three one two out of a bat before the, during the yeah, show. So you did. I feel like th- that. Goes into me winning who you got. Here's where I would say the tiebreaker falls on on the season at season premiere, (laughs) where we made the rules that we all agreed to stick by. I did say if it was neck and neck, person in studio would get the nod over the person not in studio that night. That was supposed to be the ultimate. I always thought it was tiebreaker, and one was home and one was not. Okay, I always thought it was that. Like in this scenario, Corey's not here, so he can't technically defend his his. So his you would guy. say give it to Corey, but that's not what we agree. I'm not saying oh, give it to Corey. Corey. I'm Corey saying just that chimed in himself. I'm just saying yeah, he can't yeah, he defend said. why wisdom deserves Corey, to be. Corey says yeah. half wins. I agree, half wins. I would say that half wins. But it as was well. it was probably the best who you got we've had for like three of the four guys had really good games. Yeah. Yeah, four guys Sometimes who had three we're fighting hits to just be like, yeah, my guy didn't strike out three times. <laughs> Nico were, did a good job tonight, too. There were plenty Matt of games Peck, like that gonna, last Is Peck going to sing for us? Peck, we need you to sing, man. Can you sing us off? Oh, he's coming. He's right. coming. So I, I win who you got. We'll see you back here for post-game it's tomorrow. Ryan, and Ryan, Ryan, got. Ryan two, is now 2-1. Two. Two and one. I'm 1-2. One and two. Cody is 2-1. Two and Hold on. We got, one. We got, we're 8 likes away from 100. We got Peck. 8 away from 100. Matt Peck, he's going to come in we and do Peck the CHE. Big Dave is here. Joey's here. We got to get off the set because they got a lot of shows. And Matt Peck, also a Cubs fan, has the voice of all voices. Now, Cody sings Creed, but not like Matt Peck. So we're thinking 
if he could take us higher on the way out after 12 runs, yeah, this has back. been the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. We'll see you back here for post-game tomorrow. Until then, fly the W and take me higher. Let's go there. The Cubs won today. I said, let's go there. The flying dub. Wow. Can you take me higher? There it is. What a comeback. Where the win. Oh, look at Joey. Can you take me higher? To a place where Cubbies win, yeah. Oh, wow. Good night, Cubs fans. That's what what a comeback does to this place. (laughs) 